This week on Own the Future, we talk about why do we exist? And if the story that you have been telling yourself of why you exist isn't working, well, good news, you can change it. Welcome to Own the Future, a podcast created for and by changemakers so that we might gain the courage to own our stories, the freedom to own our crafts, and the power to own the future. I am your host, Lucas Scrobot, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. It is a solo episode, which means it is just me and you today. And, uh, you know, it's 2019. And at the beginning of this year, I, like most years, I take time and I reflect and I ask the big, hard questions of what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Is it working? What's not working? And I was looking over this podcast and really taking a hard look and examining, okay, why does Own the Future exist? Why am I expending time, energy, resource, passion, sleep to produce this podcast? And as as I began to go down the very uh, dangerous rabbit hole, as some of you might know or imagine of self-reflection and asking those questions of why you do what you do, I uh, I stumbled upon a uh, slightly bigger problem, <laughs> which is asking the question of, well, wh- why do I exist? Um, what's my purpose? What's my you know personal value? What am I giving myself to and why am I doing that? And more than that, what's my purpose? Why am I here and and what is it all for? And as I began to ask that question, it, it kind of stumbled into an even bigger question, which is, why do we exist? Not just like, what's my purpose, but like, why do we exist? Why are we here on this planet? What is our purpose? And uh, as I started to dive into these really big questions of what am I doing with this podcast? What am I personally doing? And then kind of that larger philosophical question of why do we exist? Why, what, why does the human race, why are we here? What started it all? I hit that point of uh, fear and resistance in realizing that in order to just unpack the question of why does Own the Future exist? Why does this podcast exist? I realized it was going to take a lot of time, emotional energy. And I think the biggest thing, the resistance inside of me was that fear of what if I get it wrong? What if I get my, my my personal purpose wrong? What if I get the podcast wrong? What if I get the the positioning or the 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 way that I communicate to you who's generously spending time and listening to this, which I'm grateful and humbled and honored by? What if I get that wrong? It's a it's a scary thing to really take time and ask those questions. Uh, within your personal life, within your family, within your business of what what if I actually get this wrong? I, f- I find that it's easier often, and I don't know if you're this way, but I find that it's easier to put my head in the sand and imagine 
that all these big questions don't exist. And to put my head in the sand and not ask if, what if I get my business wrong? To put my head in the sand and say, well, I'm not going to think about whether the podcast is right or wrong. I'm just going to go ahead and do it and I'll just, I'll, I'll figure it out later. And um, that's my, that's my natural kind of go-to, I think. And it's out of fear of, man, what if I under uncover real problems and real issues that I'm then going to have to face? But the why. Why is powerful. Knowing that why, knowing the answers to the big existential questions to our life is imperative to our success. And that's not just a, you know, great emotional quote or inspirational quote. That is science. So the 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 why, uh, Simon Semek writes about it in Start With Why, and many other people have written about it. But that big question, that core of why, that actually activates a part of our brain called the limbic system. And the limbic system is what carries and holds our emotions. It holds our memory. It's the, the, the area of arousal, which would be stimulus, fear, adrenaline. Um, and it, it, it dictates our behavior. That why is the engine, that subconscious engine, it's the iOS or the operating system behind the scenes, behind the programs that are operating that is dictating how we run, the things that we do. It regulates our emotions, our memories, our triggers, and it's a defense mechanism in many ways to protect us. And But in that, it can keep us from doing the things that we are created to do and connecting us to purpose if in that why, if it's wrapped up in fear, if our story that we're telling ourselves, our stories that we believe about ourselves of why we he- we're here or why we do what we do or why we're even in business, if that story is not articulated and is not clear for us in our minds, it's not solidified. If the stories that we have aren't working for us, then our lives are not going to work. Because the stories that we tell ourselves, the stories that we believe about ourselves, about our business, about the world around us, will dictate and shape our actions and act as a self-fulfilling prophecy of the story that we believe. The stories that we believe directly impacts our behavior. It goes back to CBT, that our thoughts impact and influence our emotions and out of our emotions come our actions and all that happens within our limbic system. We have a story, a narrative that we're telling ourselves, whether it's good or bad, I'm going to succeed or I'm going to fail. And that triggers all of those emotions, all of that stimulus, which creates an instant behavioral reaction that is completely outside of our cognitive brains. It's a, it's a reflex within us. And that creates more of those thoughts and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy around and around and around. But if we can harness our stories, if we can really dig in and figure out the answer to the big questions of life, personally and in our business, we can break those stories, we can break those cycles that we live in. 
Now, it's, it's not just our personal cycles that we live in, but businesses. Businesses, small, big, they need to know why they exist. And that's not a marketing slogan. That's not something that you are peddling out to make more sales. That is in, an interior engine, an interior North Star, if you will, a guiding principle that you can wake up every morning and say, this is my purpose and I am chasing that. This is why my my business exists and I am chasing that. I am still on the right track and it's a guiding principle. Uh, Patrick Lencioni, he has uh, an amazing book, The Advantage. I often refer to it in my personal life and when I'm working with brands and companies. And the first thing that he says, there's There's six questions that you need to answer, but the first question is why do you exist? Why do you exist? Why does your business exist? When many people begin to try to craft the why does their company exist, they come up with these really flowery mission statements of our company exists to improve the satisfaction of uh, iPhone users across the globe. And, you know, it's just this weird flowery language and you can't even understand what does that even mean? It's like 12 sentences long, but you can only make it one sentence. So it's a run on sentence. It just doesn't work. What you want to do within that first question, that why needs to be super high level and super idealistic. It's not a wordy mission statement, but it's a guiding principle, a one thing that keeps you on track, that says, this is the direction that I'm going and I'm not going to depart from it because this is why my business exists. This is why this company exists. So this why it has to be really high and really idealistic. Take this podcast, for instance, Own the Future. We, We need to ask and answer the high idealistic question of why does Own the Future exist, right? This is my big problem. 2019 rolls around. I wake up and I'm like, dang it. I don't, I've forgotten why I exist. So I, you know, I opened my brand documents and began to look and I realized that I wasn't too idealistic enough. Um, one way to hone down if, you, if you're having problems to figure out your why, it's to ask this question, which is, how do we, or how do I, how does my company contribute to a better world? So at first glance, I might say, okay, Own the Future contributes to a better world through putting out inspiring content through podcasts on Instagram that shares other stories, that is positive, uplifting, that is helpful and strategic so that other people might be able to see the world more clearly and change the future. Okay, well, that's more of kind of like a, a what do I do and maybe how do I do it? Um, but that's not necessarily the, the why. So I have to then, from that of the how do, how does own the future contribute, I say, why do I do that? So why do I put out content? Well, I, I believe that you listening to this episode, I believe that you have value. I believe that you were created for purpose. I believe that there are things in your lifetime that you were born to do, whether it's art or whether it's raising a family or whether it's teaching people about nutrition, whether it's becoming a doctor or being an engineer and creating amazing structures. I believe 
that you were placed here for a specific purpose. If that's what I believe, then why do I exist? Well, Own the Future exists to connect you, to connect people, to connect businesses to what they were created for. Now, this why, it's often not a differentiator between businesses. It's not a marketing slogan. It's not something that you're going to use to sell more product. It is a stimulus. It is something that engages and stimulates your company, you as an individual. Every morning when you wake up, you say, this is what I'm created for. Now, it's, it's not always customer-centric. Sometimes it's industry-centric. Sometimes a company exists to benefit a community. Sometimes it's to generate wealth. Sometimes there's some companies that are like, we really care about our employees and our business exists to create income for these employees and to care for their families. So there's different motivating reasons why you might exist. They're not always, it's not always the same, but it's definitely not a, a differentiator that makes you unique compared to everyone else. Because at the end of the day, the, what you're looking for in this why is something that's very high and idealistic that comes just, just shy, just short of we exist to change the world. Now, we can, we can see that this is true across culture. If we look at cultures that believe in karma and they believe that we exist because the, you know, there's the Maya and one day we will reintegrate back into the ether and that whatever we do in our past lives or this life, we're going to reap that. And as we suffer in this life, it's pain for our wrongdoings in previous lives. And so with this drain of thought, when you see someone within that system of thought, within karma, you see someone else suffering, you going to help them will actually hurt them because you are hurting them because you're no longer able to pay for their past sins or wrongdoing. And so you see in that society, in that culture, there's a, when you see a car accident, people aren't necessarily rushing to help that person because they believe, well, that person deserved it. It's just karma playing out. And if I interfere, it will actually hurt that person more. And therefore, I'll get bad karma for helping them. So then we can see that in a fatalistic society, one that believes que sera sera, whatever will be will be. It's whether it's fate or God or the gods, that fatalism essentially controls everything. And if I, if someone gets in a car accident, it's because it was ordained to happen. Fate had decided it. If you do well in business, it's because God had decided it or fate had decided it. It's not based on our own merit or it's based on our own actions. It's not based on whether we put a seatbelt on or not that causes us to live, but it's whether God or whether fate decides that today is the day that we're to die. So then we can also see within a system that just solely believes in free will and doesn't believe in any sort of divine intervention. and It's essentially existentialism that believes everything that I do, every, every song that I listen to, every step that I take 
whether I take five bites of my cereal this morning or three bites, that every little thing that I do is going to affect everything in my life. I am master of my own ship. And if I steer my ship the wrong way, for sure I'll hit into the rocks. But if I steer it the right way, for sure I'll make it to safety without any sort of intervention of the divine. So it's not hard to see that the why, the story that we believe, it dictates our behavior. It dictates everything that we do in our life. That simple thing of why do we exist? What is our purpose as a society? And it affects our ability, affects how we respond to evil and suffering in the world. Depending on what we believe as an individual, as a culture, as a business, it will affect the way that we respond to hardships and suffering in the world. It will will affect the responsibility that we take on our shoulders by choice for the problems, for the challenges, for the darkness that we are fighting against in the world because everyone is fighting against something. That's where purpose comes from. When you're fighting against something, when you have an enemy, when you have an evil in the world that you are striving to overcome, that darkness, the way that we view the world affects our ability or disability to take on the hardships around us. And that responsibility That taking on of a beast or of an evil, of a hardship, of suffering in the world. That's where we find purpose. That's where our businesses find purpose. It's not just the existential, uh, if you help people and you're helping poor people somewhere, or if you're, you know, cleaning up trash in your neighborhood, then you find your purpose. It goes beyond just the personal, goes beyond just the culture, it actually goes directly into our business. The things that we believe about our business will affect the way that we respond or don't respond to the pain and the need in our clients' lives. Because at the end of the day, every business is solving a pain and a problem in the market. And if they're not, they're probably not going to last very long. But a company's ability to shoulder the pain, the struggle, the suffering of their client and their ability to solve their client's pain, I believe is in direct proportion with the financial arbitrage, their their ability to create wealth and finances, and their ability to add value to the market. It's a one-to-one correlation. The more that a company believes that they are able to solve the deep emotional triggers of their customers, not not just here's what we do, here's the service that we offer, but here is the pain that we solve. Here's the problems that we solve in your life. And if a company is able to shoulder those problems and conquer those problems, that is where real value is added. 
No matter what business we're in, no matter what sector we're in, no matter what we're doing, whether you're at home with the kids or you're the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, we exist to add value to the system around us one way or another. We all exist to contribute to a better world in one way or another. And the reverse is also true. If a company, if a business, if a person, if they don't believe that they have the ability to solve someone's pain, if they don't believe a story that compels them to take full responsibility and ownership over their client's world in in the sector that they're working to lift them up and solve that problem, if they don't believe that, then they will not be able to sell. So as I embarked on this, this journey that I just unfolded for you, I, I began to ask myself, well, why, why do I exist? Why do we exist? So different cultures believe different reasons that they exist. So uh, a, a, a Christian culture per se would believe that we exist for God's pleasure. We exist to be known by God for union and communion with God. Uh, Islamic background they might believe that we exist to worship and to serve God. He is God Almighty and we are his servants and we our existence is to worship him. Uh, in, a, in a secular humanistic society or worldview, it might believe that we exist to better humanity and man is the pinnacle of everything. In a, in a Hindu worldview, it's we are... We exist, but our our bodies are just vehicles. The natural realm doesn't really exist. It's not important. It's just an illusion. And one day we will reintegrate with the Maya, which is the the energy of the universe. And we're all one, but we just don't realize it yet. Why do we exist? Then why do I exist? I had to answer this question for myself. What is my purpose? Why am I here? What what am I doing here? What am I giving my time and my energy to? What do I want to be known for at the end of the day? How am I contributing to a better world? And then for me, it was also, why does this podcast exist? And in many ways, this podcast is an extension of, of who I am. And so the answer for both why does Own the Future exist and why do I exist is really one and the same. It is to connect businesses. It's to connect people. It's to connect you to what you were created for. It's to connect you to purpose. So within that story, within that why, there's all these other things it breaks down to. It breaks down into who is the enemy? Who are we fighting against? Who are our allies? Who are our friends? Who are on our side that will join and fight along with us, the tribe, the community? It is the, the, the dark cave where we have to face ourselves and face the ugly truths of, of who we are, our deficiencies, our, our lack, which is the, that fear that kept me from even embarking on this journey, right? It's the, the fear of what I might find out inside myself, my, the lacking of who I am, the places that I've fallen short. 
so that we might ultimately find truth because truth is a thing that's going to set us free, right? And get us out of that darkness, to get us out of that cave, to get us to find that elixir of life, to find out who we are, our purpose on the earth, that we might be activated to better the world around us. That is why Own the Future exists. Now, with purpose, in order to have a purpose, we have to have enemies and we have to have allies. We have to have something that we're fighting against and we have to have something that we're fighting for. So in the coming episode, we are going to ask ourselves, who is the enemy? Who are the allies? What is the the dark night, the the cave that we have to go into to face the, the dark side of ourselves, the places that we fear to look for fear of what we might find, the, f- the fear of our deficiencies, our, our, the places that we lack, the places that we struggle, all so that we can find and un- uncover and discover truth. And that truth is the elixir. That truth is the purpose. That truth is what empowers us to tell a different story, to believe a different narrative. And that narrative empowers us to to own our craft. It empowers us to do great work, to do frightful work, to do work that scares us, work that we might fail at. But if we can do that, I really do believe that we can change the world around us. We can better the world around us. And that is how we're going to own the future. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Own the Future. If you have made it this far, I would ask you to do one thing and one thing only. Would you go to Instagram right now and send me a message of why you exist? Why do you exist? What is your purpose? What is your call? What are you created for? Hit me up on Instagram. Now make sure you're looking out for the next solo episode of Own the Future because my team and I sat down to map out what is the enemy of the change maker? What is the force that is battling and railing against us, trying to shut down everything that you are trying to do in your life. And I have a secret for you. The enemy is masquerading as your friend. You better watch out. Until next time, I am Lucas Crobot, and this is Own the Future. Remember, if you own your story, you can own the future.